below. Welcome to True Hoop. It's me, Gerard Hector, and David Thorpe. How are you, sir? I am wearing a light sweater, whatever you call it, jacket, zip, <laughs> zipper, zip, zippy hoodie. I'm thrilled. I was going to say, is it a little, um, is it below 80 in Florida it is, today? It is below 70. <laughs> oh! And it's, it's beautiful. I mean, yeah, this is, this is, this is, we're getting into the good, the good month now. That's, Although I, I think under Thanksgiving, it's going to be 80s again, which will suck. That is, that is downright a cold front for you below, no, no, below no. 70. No, we, I don't freeze. I'm, I'm a polar bear now, but uh, it's nice to, I, I really didn't need this hoodie, but I'm symbolizing the change in weather here. Yeah. That's all. Uh, it is a balmy 42 degrees in, here in yeah. New York City today. We so. won't get that probably in 2022. <laughs> maybe in maybe in January. Yeah. Uh, coach, so much going on in the association, uh, games, players doing things. It's just this league is always exciting. And I think when you play this many games, there's always things going on. And guys saying stuff, coaches, GMs, it's just it's the nature of basketball. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, you had a piece come out today uh, on True Hoop. Turnovers, toughness, killing the Warriors. They lost again last night to the Phoenix Suns. Now, to be fair, no shame in losing to the Suns. The Suns nope. are good, right? Like, and the Suns shot lights out, and they were incredible last night. Uh, Golden State Warriors, by contrast, not incredible. Um, well, turning the ball over. Well, one guy was incredible. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry, as always, incredible. Everyone else, not so much. Yeah. Um, to, to quote you, eh, eh, yeah, right. that's, that's kind of what the rest of the Warriors were. Not great. Right. And I, I, your piece was fantastic from the standpoint of, and you know, we are so fortunate here at True Hoop to have your expertise. You know, and this is not just us blowing smoke up coaches, but it's like he talks and coaches actual NBA players that play in the league right now, like currently, that will be playing tonight. As a matter of fact, I'm sure when he's done with this show, he's got to send some messages to some people, right? About games happening tonight. And. Everyone's saying, oh, Warriors defense, Warriors defense, Warriors defense. And it is true. Their defense is not good. But it's not that they're just not playing good defense. You're saying offensively, they are turning the ball over. Fourth most turnovers in the NBA uh, as a team. And that is leading to poor defense in transition. They're giving up a ton of points uh, off turnovers. And something interesting from the game last night. And I was like, this is, this sent up a red flag and alarm bell to me. Because I'm like, eh, it's early. Give them some time. Steve Kerr was mic'd up during the game, and he is imploring the four-time champion Warriors to compete. Uh, this team, I don't know. That's never been a problem for them, competing? I don't know, Coach. Well, I do know that absent, you know, a much better effort, they're, they're just not going to be all that good. Uh, you have to do it. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. The, the Nets will show you that with you know, KD's having a great year. You can't just have one great player. The Nets have KD. The Warriors have Curry. They're both top 10 in the league right now. doesn't matter. Um, what I noticed when I was watching tape and looking at the stats was, you know, the Warriors pass more than anyone. All this is in the article. And so, obviously, there's, there's a reason why football teams trying to hold the, hold the clock, uh, run mm -hmm. the clock. They just run the ball. They don't Passing want to has some bad things that can happen more so mm -hmm. than just running. Same thing in basketball. The more you pass, the more likely it is to have a turnover. It doesn't mean you're guaranteed to do it. Uh, as I put in the article, the Hawks are, are leading the league in fewest passes and fewest turnovers because DeJounte and Trey always just are driven the ball. It's a safer way to go. It's not how the Queens and Art runs. It's not, and nor should it. It's not how you, you best take advantage of Steph Curry's unique talents. 
And, and, but you, you need to be more mindful. What I noticed was they were turning the ball over on passes that really had no rewards to it. In other words, if you're trying to thread the needle, but if you do it, you got a hammer duck or maybe an and one, you, we can live with some of that. Mm-hmm. That's why the leading turnover guys in the league are always the top scorers because they're trying to get those rewards mm-hmm. and there's risk to some of that. But the Warriors were having turnovers where even if you completed the pass, nothing had changed. Yeah. It was yeah. just part of the Cuisinart. You're trying to get mm-hmm. ball movement, but it should not be at the risk of turning the ball over so much. And then I noticed a lack of real, uh, well, to use their words from last night, grit, toughness, urgency is what I wrote in the article to get back on defense mm-hmm. and make up for that. We used to always say, even when I was a high school player myself in the 80s, if we turned the over, we, we were directed, our mission was make it back on defense. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, don't, I didn't keep a lot of what I learned in high school, but I kept that when I coached. Is if you fuck up, deal with it. Try to get back on defense, right? Make a stop, make a play. Mm-hmm. Take a charge, dive for a loose ball. But you got to get back with urgency. You have to race. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I picked a couple of gifs, but there was more than yep. a few examples of they just don't have that. It's just they'd rather complain to the referees or just fake the effort. And or throw their up. hands up in the air and be like, right. oh, my God. You know. Right. I mean, they, they're, I think, second to last in the league in, in points off turnovers allowed. Yes. Houston's number one, and, and they're they trying think. to lose. <laughs> yeah, not really trying to lose, but they're not playing to win with who they have on the, you know, the roster isn't built that way. And it's, it's alarming. They give up, and they're giving up uh, uh, 14 points a game off of uh, second, second shots. Mm-hmm. 34 mm-hmm. points, almost 35 points a game just on second shots and turnovers. Hard to win that way. It's just really hard, especially they're they're zero eight in the road for a reason. So um, I think that you know Weissman isn't the reason why this is happening. He's (laughs) sent to the G League for his own reasons. I wrote about that too, Mm -hmm. as -hmm. he should have been. But um, no, this is this is everybody who's who's uh, you know they've got to turn the ball over less, have more urgency in what they do, and then hope Poole gets more consistent. Clay shot comes back. Mm -hmm. Those things you can hope for as well. But absent. The, the big things, mm-hmm. not giving them easy baskets and second shots, nothing else really matters so much. Yeah. You know, your article was great because, and you guys should make sure you check that out on True Hoop. Coach puts a number of gifs in there. One thing that stood out to me in last night's game against the Suns, there was a play where the Phoenix turned the ball over. And to your point, Booker, instead of dying on the play, races back and gets the ball Knocks the ball out off of Curry out of bounds, which could have led to, you know, it was going to lead to a Curry easy score on the other end. But he didn't stop jogging or, 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 you know, or jog back on the play. He actually raced back after making a mistake. And you're not seeing that by the Warriors, right? Something simple as the Looney to Andrew Wiggins uh, entry pass in the post. He didn't even wait for Wiggins to be set. And it's like, to your point, throwing that early does what? Nothing. He's not going to score from that position right there, right? He doesn't wait. The ball gets turned over, and nobody runs back to stop him on the other end, right? It's an, it, it, they go down for a score, and you know, used to something off air that's interesting. The Warriors are battling human nature, right? Which is when you're successful, we're all like this. There's a tendency to be like, "Yeah, I'm pretty good," right? Put your feet up and and be complacent, and they're and they're battling that mindset right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I always say as a psych major, that was my degree. Uh, I only got a bachelor's degree, so really, all I'm really capable of acknowledging is how fragile our minds are. I can't really do much else with the degree that I have. Um, but I do respect how fragile our minds are. And, and it's the same with players and fans. Players can be complacent. Fans can be way too, ex- their expectations can be too ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I know that you know who the old ball coach 
was oh, yeah. Spurrier. Oh, yeah. That's why he left Florida. Yeah. Florida had a season where we were number one or two most of the year. We lost. It was a, it was a 9-11. It was the season after the 9-11 mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to play Tennessee that weekend. Yep. Well, by the time we played them at the end, because they canceled, they postponed it, mm-hmm. we, uh, uh, Tennessee was much, much better. Yep. And we were tired. Yep. And they upset us. I actually went to the game. And the fans went crazy. Ballistic. Because we lost a game. Right. Like, it was yeah. so rare for Florida to lose. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Dan Snyder paid him a bunch of money also. Or whoever mm-hmm. runs uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. the rest of the time, yep. yep. Um, but he had said it just wasn't fun. It was, he ended up going back to college, and he went to South Carolina. Well, if you win eight games, great. Like, at Florida, you had to win eight by by uh, October. Yeah. They're pissed. <laughs> yeah. So, it's so, so, Golden State fans can be crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, human nature is just, I mean, they've done this four times and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and gone in final six times. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a lot. That's why what LeBron did was so incredible for his years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so just to finish the point on Booker, I'm so glad I didn't see it. I'm so glad you just said that, um, Gerard, because I think Phoenix is playing for something right now. They're angry. They're frustrated. They're, As all they the should things, be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Golden State is playing for something later. Mm-hmm. And that's a big mistake. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to think about now only. Today is all that matters. And when you, when you get caught thinking about later, mm-hmm. you get your ass kicked now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, they'll wake up. Maybe they won't. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think, too. I wonder how much of it, Coach, too. Look, it, it's not about excuse making, but you said six finals in eight years. And these aren't 24-year-olds. They're in their mid thirties. No, the like, twenty four year olds suck. <laughs> They're terrible. The veterans are can play. They're just a little fatigued. Yeah, I, I think I think that there's a, a fatigue of spirit. Mm-hmm. Curry is not. No, he's, he he's in God mode. And a half. <laughs> yeah, he's I saw it the first half. <laughs> Fifty in the game. He was ridiculous. And he's been ridiculous all season. He might be the best player in the league right now. Mm-hmm. It's close, mm-hmm. um, but that's not enough. And and I love Clay. For being honest about, hey man, I'm, I'm going through some shit here. Like mm-hmm. I, I went through mm-hmm. some stuff. It's like, um, and I'm going through some stuff. It's like, it's like if it's it's, it's like as if Andy Dufresne crawled through the sewers, <laughs> got to Zaya Watsonejo, and then was put back in jail for six months. <laughs> right? Kurt, uh, Clay was injured all summer and yeah. recovering again, and he couldn't train. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be fine. Not great, fine. Mm-hmm. Draymond's about the same. He is about the same. I've looked up his numbers, give mm-hmm. or take. The young guys have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looney's the same, mm-hmm. uh, but they probably need him to be a little bit better, and he's not. He's just the same, and I love Looney. And uh, DiVincenzo has been a struggle on defense. It's been a bit, a few years for him, as I wrote, to be a good defender. Uh, collectively, they've got to find that spirit, that fight. Yeah. And then I, I mentioned this. I actually added this morning. I realized I probably should mention the punch. Mm. Yeah, I probably should mention the punch. I do want to. Okay, you know they haven't talked for obvious reasons. They're not going right. to say that's the reason why. As a coach and someone who, un, because again, you talk to players as as we both do, and you understand the psychology and frailty of the human mind and locker room dynamics. Do you think that is a lingering thing that maybe not the main reason? Because never one thing; it's one of the several things that's potentially causing something. You know, I do. Um, Henry made a point to me talking about it yesterday that. Uh, how trusting can all the players be who know if, if in their minds, Draymond gets away with everything mm-hmm. and he got away with this, 
mm-hmm. sucker punched the guy right in the fucking head, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. So he could get a ring with everybody else. I'm not even passing judgment on that. I'm saying maybe they're passing judgment, mm-hmm. and that might be a little bit. Especially, you know, Curry is different. I mean, he, he and Draymond are brothers, and I think he's mm-hmm. fine with it. Maybe even Clay is fine with it. Maybe even Looney's fine with it. But the rest of the guys, including Jordan Poole, who's been very uneven this year, mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 a, it's potentially the cause of these symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's potentially mm-hmm. cause of a, a lack of trust in in our superiors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's about Kerr though. Right. Um, right. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Listen, when Kerr, so Kerr has put himself up. He's not going to get fired. Right, right. But when you point out the things he's pointing out, if nothing mm-hmm. changes, mm-hmm. well, uh, who just got who just got fired? Oh, Nash. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's how you get fired. Point yeah. out what they're doing wrong from an effort point of view, and then never have it not change. Well, that's why you got to change the coaching. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, does Kerr resign? I don't know. There, mm-hmm. there's been speculation, Gerard, in, in circles that I've talked to, where maybe his almost ready to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's already articles coming out like this is the last hurrah, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. and that's because the, the young guys are terrible still. Yeah, yeah. If they were not terrible, then maybe, I mean, Kerr would be rejuvenated some, and, yeah. and Bob Myers. But no, there's real. They want. Remember, they won. What was their record after 18 games last year? 16 and two. It was incredible. 16 and three, something like that. Yeah, they something were, incredible. Yeah, they, really they won a bunch in a row to start the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe even almost 18. I don't think they won 18, but it was close. They were very um, good. Number one is, in the league. Yeah, this is different. So at Bears watching. So, you know, something that, you know, <laughs> I always joke, you and you and Henry are the lovey-dovey guys, but something that you guys point out to me, right, which is, and I know that it's true, I just like to tease you all about it, the connectivity and the joy that people play with, right? Now, of course, when you're losing, there's you, you can't find the joy, but to me, when there's something chemistry going on, that's when you see the disconnectedness on the floor. And that's what, to me, I'm seeing. I'm like, you guys enjoy doing this thing with each other? It doesn't seem like it right now. It seems very fractured, right? Draymond and Kerr and, and Steph may be fine. But I don't see Draymond, Steph, Andrew, Poole. I don't see the six of you all being fine together, right? So that, to your point, the punch isn't the only thing, but it is, here's one thing, and then it's this, and then it's a fatigue. And let's be real also. It adds you do all this stuff. To, it adds up, right? It's multiple things that cause this, not just all right, one person's not doing something. Well, and remember this too. So uh, uh, four guys are, are used to winning championships. Yes. Looney's got three. Mm-hmm. The other guys have four. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we just, I, I don't think Looney worked on his game this summer beyond what he's always done. He looks great for what he is. Mm-hmm. I thought he needed to, do, to be offering more than that. Remember, he used to be, he used to be called Baby KD, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're just not seeing that guy. Clay couldn't train all summer. But Wiggs has never won a, a ring before, yet look at it. He's playing. He's playing. Mm-hmm. He was not great last night. He's been mm-hmm. very, very good. Mm-hmm. But Poole has never won it. Right. And go down the list. Like, there's – so the team – you know, it used to be Sean Livingston. Iguodala's mm-hmm. not playing. Right. 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 There was a core group of guys beyond the core starters mm-hmm. that, had, that knew how to respond to being a champ. And so the point on that is they're 0-8 on the road. They haven't only lost a playoff team like Phoenix mm-hmm. on the road. They just got thumped by Sacramento the other day. Mm-hmm. Certainly not a, the antithesis of a playoff franchise. <laughs> but they haven't been there in 30 years. Um, it's, uh, it's the biggest game on the schedule. Yeah. They, they still yeah. have that dynastic yep. brand. 
and literally the rings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're not bringing it every day and haven't been training every day with that in mind, is my my guess anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, they got to do some soul searching. They, they have yeah. team meetings and all of that. They've got to fight more. They just got to fight more. Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't I, mean fight punching. I mean fight is incomplete. <laughs> okay. You have to qualify these days. With going <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't want anybody getting punched in the face. Um, all right, transitioning to another team that has a, you know, playing by metric-wise top five player in the league, but the team, the rest of the team not playing well, and the team has poor results. Kevin Durant was talking to some reporters after after that blowout loss on Tuesday. He had a sit-down with uh, Anscape's Mark Spears and Bleacher Report's Chris Haynes. And so many things, well, one quote in particular, hit the airwaves. Everybody's going nuts with it. And I don't know, Coach. And fine, maybe I'm a KD apologist because that's my guy. But I didn't read that interview as him saying my teammates are trash and whatever. That's not how I took it at all. Me me either. I I just took it as he was just being honest about this is where we are. But he multiple multiple times said, but I'm actually having fun. So it's what it is. Like, my thing with Durant is I feel as though he does what – we, not you and I, but fans claim they want. They want their superstars to be honest and not give canned answers. Well, he gives honest answers. And people get mad. But, but, you don't want, but you don't want him to say that. So now you're mad. And I'm like, I, well, what do you want? You want him to lie and just be like, you know, things are great and give you the, the canned stuff? Or you want me to be truthful and just say what it is? And that's, I think, the push-pull that he's having with people who are constantly coming at him. I, I thought he was fine in this interview. And we'll, we'll get to some of the quotes. But what were your, your overall readings on his I felt the same way yeah I felt the same way I think that um we can't yeah as uh, we're we're a media company so the great the great thing about the name true hoop is that's the mission mm-hmm. we're trying to tra- tra- tell truths about hoop mm-hmm. right then then we can deal with the results the consequences of that but let's at least start with it an mm-hmm. honest place and uh players why would they ever want to tell the truth mm-hmm. because the truth is not something most fans want to hear because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't jibe with their feelings of the world. And, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to make a political statement here. Okay. So forgive me for that. But um, there is a reason why uh, the former president constantly talked about winning. Mm-hmm. Right? That, was a, that was a purposeful mission. And it's because he was trying to attract, he already had all the, the oligarchs. Mm-hmm. And the people who, who don't like women to have a choice and mm-hmm. the racists and all of that, mm-hmm. that's not enough people. You had to get the, the, the independent, more, the more independent minded people who uh, are just sick of losing in life. Mm-hmm. They're miserable, mm-hmm. right? Hillary called them the poor, deplorables. Mm-hmm. She was talking about more of the racist side. Mm-hmm. But there's, a, there's another section. There's a lot of middle America and a lot of in the South too where they're just unhappy. Mm-hmm. And, but who does want to be part of a winner? Everyone's sick of their side, always losing. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's why he constantly talked about winning, 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 winning. It, it, it didn't appeal to me. I, I've been winning for a long time. I got lucky <laughs> as fuck. Starting at 22 when I met my wife, like it's been nothing but winning ever since. Yeah, I'll give or take some pretty terrible years here and there, but not because of her. Uh, but overall, I always, I, I'm not even kidding. I would, be, I would go to Vegas and lose for like a day straight. But I say to myself, but like I'm, Look at my I'm wife. everywhere my else. Like, Come on, man. Like, I can't have it all, all the time. You're like, so, you're, you're like, you're like, I can't be handsome and be able to shoot right, right, too. Exactly, right. So, uh, so funny. I mean, I just knew I was married to a great person. So, unlucky in love and winning in cards, no good. I'd rather right. be lucky in love. 
So I just think that's a big, a big deal. And the, so these fans, they want to have their, they have this image of oh, our team is, they do everything perfectly and our superstars are great. It's way more complicated than that. And so KD, to, to your point, was just trying to tell the truth about, and, I, and by the way, it's a gift. If indeed he's telling the truth, and we can only assume he is, I, I have no reason to think he's not. Mm-hmm. It is a gift because I think the league is plagued with problems, not holding players accountable. We just talked about this with Draymond, mm-hmm. but I don't mean the punching in the face kind of accountable. Mm-hmm. Just you didn't set the screen. You were supposed mm-hmm. to set the screen. You didn't cut left. You were supposed to cut left. Or, or you didn't get back on defense with purpose. Mm-hmm. So when I, was, when I was a young coach and I was being mentored, a guy used to say that to his team, a college coach, he would say to a player, you are out of the rotation. And so I never really quite said it, the dramatic effect he did, but I still took him out of the rotation. You are held accountable for what you're doing and not doing well. Mm-hmm. That is not happening in the NBA nearly as much as it needs to. And so I love that KD said, I want to be coached. That's my experience, Gerard, and what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These guys want to be, they want to, they want to see film of what they fucked up on last night. Mm-hmm. Show me. I don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And if I do it again, don't let me do it a third time or a fourth time because people tend to make mistakes more than once or twice, for sure. I think that's great. Yeah. I really do. And so I, I hope Ben Simmons sees that. Mm-hmm. And I hope mm-hmm. Cam Thomas sees that as a young guy. Mm-hmm. Like, like KD, I think, always was coachable. Mm-hmm. I never got the impression when he was no. a young player he wasn't coachable. Still coachable Never now. been his issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go through some quotes he had because I think I see some good ones. Yeah, there's some good ones. So one of my things is with Durant, and again, it's because I listen to him a lot and hear interviews. He, t- he, he doesn't talk about things in the way that we, not us, we, but the collective, we expect yeah. superstars to talk. We expect NBA superstars to talk about their obsession with winning rings and winning as many MVPs as right. possible and all, and that is not how he speaks. If you ever hear him speak about those things, when someone asks him, he says, but I've already won an MVP. I've already won a championship. I know what that experience feels like. Kevin is always chasing feelings and experiences. And if he's already experienced something, how I read it as, okay, already done that. Checked off. What else can I experience next in this game? That's how, now that sounds crazy because you're like, why don't you want to win six MVPs? I don't know why he doesn't want to win six, but that's just not how his brain works. And I thought this quote was pretty interesting. So yeah, I'm experiencing something I wasn't experiencing, like expecting the last two years with guys in and out of the lineup, not playing well, a seven seed getting swept in the first round, all that shit. That's part of the league. That's a part of everybody's journey. Just because I got to go through it doesn't mean I'm miserable. I've seen a lot of guys go through bullshit in the league. So now I've got a perspective on it. It's all about experiencing shit while I'm here. I only got a certain amount of time as an NBA player. I can't do this shit forever. So I'm into experiencing everything while I'm here. And that to me is someone who's, and he talks about also in the piece, pandemic, Achilles. I don't know if he's ever going to play again. Like, it seems to be someone who's also like, you know what? I'm so happy to, and we know he loves basketball. It's the one thing we can say for sure. He loves to play basketball. That is a fact. I want to do this as long as I possibly can, as well as I can. Whatever that leads to, cool. But that is the most important thing to me right now. And that's how I see so much of what he's saying here. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree. Um, I, he's also rationalizing a little bit. I'm mean, sure he'd rather sure. be, you know, yeah, of 10 course, you'd rather be win on a winning team. Yeah, yeah. but um, there's there's he's finding joy in competition. Like Steve Kerr would love to have him right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not just for his talent, but for his <laughs> yeah. effort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's competing. I think he's competing his ass off. He is both ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when we see Joel Embiid playing the way he's playing, that's that's competing. 
I told you, I thought he might have a heart attack. He was playing so hard <laughs> for a big man. That It's supposed to be hard. I, I had a, a really close friend coach a team once that I was helping with. This is volunteer. And he would tell his team, look at our faces getting back on defense. Mm-hmm. We, we, there's no purpose to it. There's no grit. Uh, I, I want to see your face. I want to read in your faces how desperate you are to get back on defense to make a play. I, I really like that a lot. And um, this, this, and KD, I don't think he felt that around him. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we can, we can discredit Nash. We can blame Nash. Mm-hmm. I don't know how empowered he was. That's a mm-hmm. factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but it's, he seems anyway to feel like these guys are trying harder. Yep. And, maybe, and maybe Jacques is less uh, kid glove with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I, you can't recover any other way. If you're going to recover as a team, it's going to start with that amazing effort. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, here's a quote that got everybody's attention, but I think it's preferable to read it in its full context. Look at our starting lineup. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neill, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You guys expect us to win because I'm out there. So if you're watching from that lens, you're expecting us to play well because number seven is out there. I'm really having a good time. I wish y'all could hear me talk during the game. If I got mic'd up more, people would stop asking me if I'm happy or not. I'm enjoying every moment I get to step on this fucking court and and part of it is because I tore my Achilles and the pandemic. I didn't know if we were ever going to play again. I didn't know if I was ever going to play again. And again, I just think that to your point, this is someone who's just enjoyed competing. And if you watch him, you see it. Sumner or one of these guys makes a mistake. He isn't like, oh, you guys suck. He's like, all right, man. Like, now, yeah, I guess as a fan, you would prefer them to be wins. But this is what they have right now, right? There's only so much he can do. He's like, I'm getting five guys are defending me. All right, I'm passing to the open guy. Let's see what you can do. Shot goes in, shot won't go in. We'll see what happens. But I don't really, I mean, absence of wholesale changes, competing at the best he, is really all he can do with what's here, right? Like, that's really it. I mean, the guy knows the game pretty damn well. <laughs> right. He, he knows who the players are. Right. He, what he's really saying is, look at these guys. I, I love them. They're nice guys. But I was playing with Draymond and Clay <laughs> right. and Steph. Right. And this ain't won. that. And it was right. hard. Yeah, like we didn't just breeze to wins. We had to compete, right. and uh, but I got these guys. And Joe Harris is not the Joe Harris oh, brand. Man. No, it's nothing. No, it's a, and Sumner is brand new. How old is yes. he? Twenty three. Yeah, he's super young. Coming yeah. off an Achilles himself, so he's right. not his right. Claxton's so, a young guy, you know? right? So yeah, KD is just saying let's get let's get some perspective mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and uh, good for him. Yeah, yeah, no. no. I heard Kyrie maybe come back Sunday. I read potentially yes against the Grizzlies at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad. I said this on the show. Uh, I I don't care about the six steps. Mm-hmm. I I don't even care that you put him out there mm-hmm. to wake him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason why you can't find compromise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I want him to be able to pursue his career as a Jewish man. I'd like to see growth in this sensitivity. And if mm-hmm. and if and if there are people who happen to be Jewish that are not sensitive to what it's like to be black in America. They need to be informed. No doubt. But I can promise you it's not something we learn in temple. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we are not taught to not like black people in temple. We are not we taught that. We are, no, no, no. Just the opposite. In fact, we, I'm telling you, my upbringing as a Jewish person was to learn how to assimilate. Like we learned about other religions and not in a disparaging way. Well, also, Coach, in the history of this country, black people and Jewish people have often fought side by side in the civil rights movement. and Which like right. right. Which so is I mean, how it normally is with minorities, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. we're we're we're. I mean, I don't think we've been persecuted anywhere close in this country to the way it, it's not even up to debate. 
Uh, if you want to talk globally, I still am not sure because <laughs> right, right. supposedly six million Jews died, but how many million, how many hundred I mean, millions were taken off African slavery? Correct. Like I've had this conversation with many of my Jewish friends. <laughs> Correct. We're in second place. When it comes if you, to being if you either want to be in this kind of right, right. what a terrible race to be in, right? Right. Like, right, right. We're the second <laughs> most unfortunate that way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is not. We don't learn the wrong thing. So I'm hoping Kyrie also again gains some perspective. Uh, well, uh, boy, Kyrie, listen to Kevin Durant. Yeah, You're yeah. not going to be playing this game forever, and maybe it doesn't mean as much to you as him, and that's fine. It right. doesn't have to mean as much to you. You're allowed to choose your priorities. But uh, I feel like Dame Lillard, who has not had any MVPs or championships mm-hmm. like KD, mm-hmm. is starting to see the same perspective of, all right, I'm having a lot of fun. Maybe we can win. Maybe we probably can't win. Who cares? This is fun. Fun. I, I, I'm going to be a billionaire one day, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to feel good about that. And I'm not going to feel bad that we may not win a championship. Big damn deal. So that's what I'm going to be watching, Coach, when Kyrie comes back. Does the mood around the team change? Because yeah. even despite that blowout loss, that, that things seem that they're enjoying themselves and competing. If yeah. that changes, I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> simple, simple ingredient got, got added. That's Kyrie. Now all of a sudden it's different again. That, that's got to be a sign for the team, right? And I know as an organization, everyone inside that office can't be thrilled. Um, ben Simmons also talked about uh, a few things. He spoke to Sammy Mick and Sham Sharania after that, that blowout loss. And I thought this was interesting to bring up. Because you know, the reports are coming out that you know teammates were questioning Simmons and when he's going to play and all that. I think it's important for fans to understand players when a player's injured and dealing with injuries. It isn't like the team has a meeting like, okay, let's discuss player injuries. This is where so and so is in their timeline. That's guys have no fucking clue what's going on with dudes when they're injured. And you want an example? Kevin Durant when he was injured with the Golden State Warriors in 2019. We all remember all the stories that come out. Players are wondering, oh, is Kevin going to come back for the finals? What's happening? We don't... And that's Kevin Durant. They have no idea what's going on, right? He comes back, feeling the pressure. We know what happens, right? Torn Achilles, misses a whole entire year of his career. The NBA games come so frequently, basically every other night. You don't have time to worry about who's not here. It's, oh, what 10 guys we got tonight? Great. Let's go out there and strap it up and... You're not thinking about, oh, someone so is 10 days away. They're at this level. That, that's not even in your thought process or equation. So it's not that the players are saying, oh, Ben, we're questioning your commitment. It's just that we don't know because that's not front of mind for them. It's just, oh, is he here yet? Okay, well, guess not. We're moving on to the next thing. And I think he pointed out saying, look, knee got drained. I had PRP injections this year, right? So he's dealing with serious things. And we all know from a physical standpoint, when you have one injury, it doesn't just affect that part of your body. It's going to affect other parts because more than likely than not, you're compensating for whatever that injury is. The good news is he said the back is fine, just the knees dealing with it, but he's spending more time on the table and getting himself together. And we did see him look better in that Sacramento game on Tuesday. Yeah, the only thing I'll add is, um, you know, KD talked about not being sure he'll ever play again. Uh, don't you think Ben Simmons has thought that yeah, too? Like 10 years sure. younger? Yes. Like that, you know... Um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who's got some back issues. You know, that's, that's no joke. So with all that Ben's gone through and his, you know, love-hate relationship, mostly hate on the Philly side with Philly. And he said he couldn't even walk some days. He's like, I and can't then, and even then walk. You got, a, you got a significant back injury. It's fair to guess he's been wondering, am I ever going to play again? And certainly, am I ever going to play great again? That's a, that's a heavy thing for a 20-something-year-old person 
I, I honestly, I thought about this. I, I don't remember my 20s. <laughs> you know, it's it's so long ago. Uh, uh, but part of it's because also it just I wasn't a very mindful person in my 20s. I was just kind of living life. Mm-hmm. These guys, they don't have that luxury some because we're always in their face, not we, but the media in general. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's just tough. We have, we have to respect that part of it, too. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 no one's rooting for Ben more than you know, his yeah. family, I'm sure, and, and, yeah. the, and the Nets fans. But I want to see him have like a 30-20 game. Yeah. Assists. Like, just kill it. And at least then, for just as a gift to himself, like, oh, I can do this. You, did you? I don't know if we ever talked to this before, Gerard, but do you, do you remember um, Seinfeld was out for a long time? He did mm-hmm. his shows. He made all his money. He, um, he just stopped doing comedy. Mm-hmm. And, and I heard him talking to Chris Rock uh, about it. He, he, Chris Rock invited him. They're really close, as you probably mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. He invited him to a concert. And um, afterwards, they, they filmed the discussion. Mm-hmm. And Chris was like, they, they were talking kind of shorthand because they're so yeah. close. Right. But basically, Jerry, Chris was like, what, what were you thinking? And Jerry was thinking, like, uh, I know how to do that. Like, that's <laughs> something. Yeah, I'm looking to do something. Yeah. I can't yeah. just sit on my billion plus dollars. <laughs> I, I've worked my ass off to get here. Right, right. And now what? Now I do nothing yeah. but just be a husband and dad. It doesn't sit well with him. And he's like, but I, oh, I can do that. But it took a while. Like yeah. the idea of just doing five minutes on stage mm-hmm. seemed a lot. So he started working on it. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler was initially going, it was David Spade and, and Norm MacDonald and some, of the, and some of the other guys. They were doing comedy concerts. And Sandler would ask to do like a quick bit. And then it grew and grew. And now it, apparently he's headlining. I haven't gone, but apparently he's headlining comedy concerts again. Yeah. And it, it, this is Ben Simmons just, oh, wait a second. I remember that. And uh, I, I just, it would not surprise me if by the end of this year, we're seeing Ben Simmons close to being what he was in Philly. Uh, if he stays healthy, especially. Mm-hmm. And it's all just a bad dream. That would be yeah. great for the league and the yeah. Nets. David, you know, <laughs> there's a reason, even if, so Seinfeld took a break. But even someone like Rock, right? Chris Rock. You're on a tour for, you know, a year or whatever. And then you don't, you know, you take off for a couple of years. He doesn't just start headlining MSG no, in no, four years. No. He goes to small clubs and builds up his reps again. That's right. Ben Simmons hasn't played basketball in 18 months. Would you think he's going to be all NBA, all defense on day one? Right. No. Like, and can we all just agree upon something here? So, you know, I just, this reductive and idiotic way so many people like to look at him. He's a beta. He's this. He's that. Whatever. You don't make all NBA and all defense in the NBA without being a competitive mf'er. Like it's it's not possible. This league is too good. That dude competes. Clearly, physically, he's getting himself back closer and closer to that point, and it's going to take some time. Yeah, yeah, we're rooting for him. Yeah, for sure. This episode of True Hoop is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey guys, Gerard from True Hoop here. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? It's a hell of a question. Would you maybe go for a run, take a nap, read a book, or maybe show up for a friend? Now, depending on the day, any one of those would be a great idea. Most of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Now, I've been open in the past with you guys about this. I see a personal therapist as well as a couple therapists for my partner and I. 
and both are extremely helpful in developing positive coping skills and learning how to set boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TrueHoop today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TrueHoop. Uh, well, you know, we, there were some truths we talked about with KD. And Ben, well, in Houston, you're like, we need some truths down there because you're not, you're not liking what you're seeing from Jabari Smith and, and the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I listened to John Hollinger and Nate Duncan talk um, about it. And they, they, have a, they have a great podcast talking about their mistakes, their mulligans, mm-hmm. and, um, which I love that. And uh, I think both had ranked number one. John, certainly Hollinger had him ranked number one, as did I. And John's already taken aback. Paolo mm-hmm. has to be number one. Ivy probably number two. Ivy was my number two. Paolo was number three for me because I just never, I didn't see a consistent motor. Clearly, he's a super talented guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not ready to quit on Jabari Smith at all. He can't dribble. That's a problem. But this goes back to the KD thing. KD's asking to be held accountable, mm-hmm. and he wants his team to be held accountable. That, that wasn't said, but that's what he means. Mm-hmm. We all need to be held accountable. Uh, to be a better team. I don't have any trust that the Rockets know what they're doing. I, I might be wrong. Maybe they'll be great in three years. But I have no confidence that they're, that Jabari Smith is in the best place to develop into the talent that he can be. I don't know if, it, I don't know if he's working on his handle every day. He should be. I, I know this. He's probably their best defender, which isn't saying much. He's a rookie. Yeah. But he's probably the best defender, hmm. or close to it anyway, based on the metrics I've looked up. Uh, I, I, and nothing against Steven Salas. I'm rooting for him. I, he's a nice man. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have no idea if he can coach. I have no idea what they're doing there. Uh, I know that I'm skeptical of their ownership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, they, they've been a, a, a crashing ship for a while now. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck on the Titanic. Yeah. And maybe they'll turn around and, you know, fix the hole in their, in their, in their hole. But I, I have not seen evidence of that. It is, you know, we talk about this all the time. Where you get drafted is so important to how you develop as a player. Not for LeBron and Kevin Durant and, like, you know, the the three generational people. But everybody else, you go to a crappy place and, I don't know, you know, and you talked about this. Losing is a habit in a culture just like winning is, right? And there are ways, even if you're not winning on the scoreboard, that you can create winning habits. And we don't see enough of that. And as you know, this is what you do for a living. Most teams in the NBA, when it comes to player development, let's just say not wonderful at it, right? Um, no, at OKC, though, uh, it, while tanking, never stopped playing hard. And we're seeing the evidence of that now. Of course, it yeah. helps to have Shea, uh, who's been amazing. Oh, oh but we, we're going to get to Shea. <laughs> yeah, they really compete. And they did last year, too. Yeah, Daniel's really been a good job of, like, getting those. Because even uh, last year, like, I was like, they, this team plays hard, man. Like, they, you know, yeah. and maybe talent have some talent gaps, but. Not not Shay. And I think uh, I haven't looked up. Do you have your computer on? I do. Yeah. Look at look up OKC's ducks and threes. Look up uh uh the, oh, the, the seven they're, footer. They're not. They're not. They're no. Not look bad. up uh, Poku. Oh, see what see where he's at. Yeah. 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 We've never done this before live, but I I was just curious. We are. Let's see. Poku. 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 Because he, I thought he was just absolutely terrible for a couple of years. 
terrible well, last okay. year. He, yes. Okay. His EPM rookie yeah. year, yep. minus 7.4. Right. Last year, minus 2.6. This year, still bad, but minus 1.8. He is trending up. Getting better. And, he's, how, getting and better. he's young. You can get better. Uh, Jabari Smith can get much, much better. I am not ready to quit on that young man at all. He's got to do some work himself. It's unfortunate that you have to depend on your franchise to some degree. Uh, he's a lot more talented than Poku is, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Way more, way better athlete. Um, you know, we got to stop quitting on 23 and 25. I mean, that's they're babies. Like, yeah. and, and, and if they've been babies in a bad system, it's going to take them a little bit while longer to, to get better, right? It's getting them into the right place. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, one of the things that we don't love, of course, are injuries. Um, and, you know, when Pascal went down for, for Toronto, I was like, oh, man, that's not great. Have happened there. And, you know, one of the things you always say is like, eh, you know, bad, of course, but it gives somebody else a chance to show what they have. Boy, oh, boy, did OG show out last night. Uh, he had a win against the Heat. He was great. 32 points, 13 of 18 from the field, 10 rebounds. Um, and, you know, Coach, as you know this because you, you coach these guys, Everybody in the NBA thinks they're very good at basketball, which, and they actually are because you can't be good at basketball and make it to that league. But they all think I could be doing so much more because at some level, wherever they were, they were the best player on their team, right? Everyone in the NBA was the best player on their team at some point in their lives. And when a guy gets injured, it's like, oh, my time to shine. And see, guys, I can do this too. And OG was really, really good last night. And, you know, I love what Toronto does, as do you. He's got a bunch of rangy wings who can just do a lot of stuff. And it's nice to see. Yeah, OG, I mean, I had heard that, you know, he he wanted to do more. There's been been speculation in the media that, you know, in Toronto that he wants to do more. And he got a chance to do it. But to your point about the confidence thing, uh, an agent told me a story once where he was representing a, a very good college player that was rejected to go late second round. And they're at the Combine. And the player got hurt and couldn't play in his first combine game. So they're having dinner that night watching the games. And or maybe it was lunch in the afternoon watching the games. And this very mild-mannered player that he had, <laughs> he had recruited since he was in high school. And the guy played, I think, three or four years of college. Um, so the agent knew him very well. He said, this guy was motherfucking everyone. I fucking guy sucks. This guy fucking sucks. I kill that fucker. Kill that guy. He had never heard him talk that way before, ever. Um, but he, he now is a pro and you're not with a team in the, in the combine you're on your own. He saw that side of him. And then he ended up having a really, really good rookie season. Um, uh, th- this is how, this is how they are. Ask, ask a player, uh, ask almost any score. How are you a one-on-one? They're all going to say, Oh, I'm undefeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all going to say that. <laughs> Everyone. If, if, if none of these guys have ever lost a game, someone's lying. <laughs> Someone's lying. But yeah, they're like, oh, that's my thing. I, I saw Kobe talk about that. But I've interviewed players very good, but not as good as Kobe, who also said the same thing. That's my thing. I don't, I don't lose one-on-one. I'm a scorer, you know? It's so funny to hear. Yeah. But that's how they are. Yeah. Oh, meanwhile, man. meanwhile, have you seen the, the tape of Brady throwing the football into the, uh, the machine that throws passes out? No. So you've, you ever seen the, 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 uh, the machine? The the mm-hmm. things are spinning, mm-hmm. and you put a ball in there, and it mm-hmm. throws. Yep, jugs. So mm-hmm. what he does is he throws a pass 15, 20 yards into the middle of it, and then it spits it back out right to him. Ooh. Like, I saw him do it three in a row. I, <laughs> I don't know if it's real. It looked real to me. That looks that's but crazy. All these guys have those kinds of stories at the highest levels of just, 
yoga. That's called feats of strength. Yeah. <laughs> right? Feats of strength. Just like, holy fuck. Because mm-hmm. I don't get impressed when I see Curry with all those threes and some of his drills. Right. Man, I've seen average players do that. Right. <laughs> Curry does it in the game. That's what yeah. impresses me. <laughs> right, right. I've seen right, some right. stuff now. I mean, <laughs> I'll bring in family members and close friends sometimes to see a workout with an NBA player they really like that I'm helping over the summers, whatever. And they're just always like, oh, my God. First of all, I they don't miss. he was so tall. <laughs> and then, yeah, they don't miss. I had Joakim Noah in a gym once just raining fire from like 17 feet. <laughs> this little spinning ball. You know, 15 in a row, no problem at all. Yeah. And uh, they were just you – know, I had some Gator fans. They're like, oh, my God, we had no idea. I'm like, yeah, all these guys can do that. That's what they do. They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. really good. They practice a lot. Yeah. Uh, speaking of really good, Coach, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they played the Cavs last night, beat them pretty good. Um, they play a jumbo lineup with Brooke, Bobby Portis, and Giannis. And man, oh man, that is a lot of arms and feet and a lot of paint getting covered up. You ain't doing a whole lot of scoring. You ain't grabbing a whole lot of rebounds. They mauled them on the boards. Um, in a league where everyone, not everyone, but so many people go small, 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 like they're like, we're going to put out three, well, two bigs and like Bobby 6'10, but like, so three bigs out on the floor and big stick in space because bobby can shoot the three brooke we know brooke lopez can shoot the three that's kind of nice like you know milwaukee seems to be you always say using the regular season as a lab yeah we're tinkering with some things this is a team that they're 10 and 3 or whatever no one's talking about them middleton hasn't played a game yet Connaughton hasn't played a game yet joe ingles hasn't played a game yet ho-hum ho-hum and i feel like come april it's gonna be like oh shit how do we beat that team Right, like that's something's gonna happen with these guys. <laughs> Listen, we're um, you know, my my job is to try to see the future when I'm at Troop as much as anything. I'm supposed to see what what's happening. I'm supposed to mm-hmm. look into the future. It's a very hard job. <laughs> yes. Luckily, I don't have a I don't have a jerk for a partner. Um, <laughs> I do my best, but I don't remember when last year I wrote the first article about how I think we're gonna start seeing more teams play you did. big. You did, and um, and this is why. You know, this you get some advantages. Uh, uh, and they're, you know, Giannis gives them so oh. much flexibility because he's a guard at seven feet. Yeah. So your point of Purvis being 6'10", they're still a combined 21 feet. That's <laughs> so much length. <laughs> and, yeah. And I remember when the Lakers were rolling with Lamar, Andrew mm-hmm. Bynum, Lamar, mm-hmm. Andrew Bynum, and Powell. Oh, that's I would so talk much to, length. I would talk to a lot of NBA guys, and, and the, what they would refer to them as is, oh, man, they got that 21 feet. I, was like, <laughs> I didn't make that up. They did. I remember talking to Corey Brewer in particular. And he just kept saying, God, they just, but they got that 21 feet. Like you can't, you can't get past that. And so the Bucks have it because Brooke is not just seven feet tall, I'm sure. Yeah, he's like seven, he's one or two. Huge. Yeah, he's yeah. a mountain so, man. And lengthwise, they're over 21 feet for sure of those three. So then Drew, did Drew Holiday play last night? I don't think Drew Because he's not, night. he's been out for a while. No, yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, they, they've got, they're a team that they can look for the future a little bit because they're good enough. The Warriors can't, but the, yeah. the Bucks can. And they're playing just fine as it is right now anyway. Number their one defense in the league. Great. Mm-hmm. They've not played a great schedule. Not yet. So yeah. it'll get tougher mm-hmm. for them, obviously, yeah. But, um, no, they're, they're, they were my pick to win it all. Yeah. And we got to shout out Brooke Lopez, Coach. Um, yeah. He is having the best season so far of his career since he was a 25-year-old with the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. He is plus 5.6 in estimated plus minus right now. And defensively, a monster his yeah. ability to play and drop and check out true hoop tactics we talked about drop uh this week his ability to play and drop and push up uh, uh, on three-point shooters allows Giannis to do all his 
allow him a seven foot free your safety ranging all over the place coming from the weak side, which is of course a nightmare. You talked about on tactics. It's about blocking the shot of the guy you, that doesn't see you, right? Okay, I'm driving to the rim. Fuck, it's Brooke Lopez. Out of nowhere, oh my God, Giannis comes, right? You just, I feel like as you're a player, that's in your brain. It's like, oh my God, there's just arms and legs everywhere. And what you always say, the hardest thing to do in the NBA is score consistently over length. And that's 21 feet of it. Like, it's going to be hard. Yeah, I really like combining super athletic long guys with big space eaters. The fact that Lopez can also block shots is great. Mm-hmm. But um, even if he couldn't, he's just a big dude. If he's, As long as he's not fouling, mm-hmm. you're so worried about him, you forget that Giannis is coming. And, um, and Lopez is not a great help blocker. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He gets it just because you can't believe he's so big. So you shoot thinking, I can, I've taken this a million times. Oop. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> Lopez wasn't there in my fantasies. You know, my driveway, he wasn't there in my pickup games. He's just an enormous man. Yeah, enormous man. So... It's a great story, too. Mm-hmm. To Going back to we talked about Jabari Smith, um, he, he, these guys have longer arcs. Then mm-hmm. We shouldn't be branding them so quickly. Mm-hmm. We should be a lot more patient. Uh, and, uh, Brooke has reinvented himself three, three or four yeah. times. So did Marcus Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of guys. Bobby Portis. Mm-hmm. He's not the same guy he was when he first got in the league. Mm-hmm. So this is the name of the game, is to, to adapt and adjust and, and improve. Yeah. No, it's a great story. Kudos to the Bucs. Um, Okay, can we talk about Shea Gilgis Alexander? Uh, you, you know, again, we got Coach Thorpe, his big basketball brain. He's a little prescient on certain things. And he said, oh, I wonder how long Shea's going to be in OKC because this guy's coming. His jump in EPM, Coach, from last year to this year, holy hell. <laughs> like, I mean, he's top five in the league. And, that's a big, and he's top five player in the league right now. His he's last going, 10 games, yeah. we saw the numbers. And it ain't just volume scoring. It's efficient scoring. It's 30-something on, you know, 57 effective field goal and 60 true shooting. I mean, he's killing right now in the paint. Killing from three. Hit a game winner from three uh, the other night. I mean, man, look, if you're Presti, you're probably like, shit, I, I know Chet's out and we're trying. I've got to keep Shea because if you can keep Shea and then get developed with these other guys, we got something that's in the making here. But how long can you do it? Because Shea's 24, and he might be like, I'm playing like an all-NBA dude today. I should be in the playoffs right now. And hell, who knows? He might be good enough to drag them to the play-in or playoffs, you know, but that might screw up their plans. And we always say, players don't want to tank. Organizations do. And I don't know if Sam Sam probably wants to tank. He probably wants to get in the victory sweepstakes. Probably. I, I, I mean, they're just playing so hard. They, you know, they, they run a lot of stuff. Shea's you know, elite player now. It's it's a good problem to have. Yeah, sure right? is. It's a good problem for him to have. Do we do I keep him? Do I trade him? You know, he he he's got he's got time. It's it's mid November. Mm-hmm. He's got till February to make that decision. But um, it's great to see Shea do what he's doing. I'm hoping there's never any drama. I hope we don't ever hear him say, "Yeah, I've had enough." Mm-hmm. Uh, if they trade him, let it be quiet in the middle of the mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the question is just, you know, what can they get for him? Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I mean, you're getting multiple firsts for Shea. I mean, he's this is a 24 year old All NBA guard now, right now. Like, yeah. I mean, those don't grow on trees. <laughs> like, it's, he's 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 that dude right now. Um, another guy, who's young guy playing well, Tyrese Halliburton in Indiana. He's as you said, he's an All Star right now. And Indiana's another team playing hard. They were probably want to be in the Victor sweepstakes, but they're playing 500 ball. Man, they're competing. 
And I love the idea of a future backcourt when he learns what he's doing. It's Tyrese and uh, Benedict Matherin, but Halliburton is outstanding. He's really, really good. Yeah, he, he's someone I didn't love him coming out of college. I di- didn't see him as a shot maker, and that's what he is now. He's, I also Incredible. didn't see his great passing. I, I'm sure I was wrong uh, because I think other people saw it. I just, for whatever reason, it didn't show up on tape when I was watching, and that's my fault. Um, he's, he's a terrific passer. He is. He's a terrible defender. He's a charismatic leader. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan. And he has become a real shot maker. Like he's he's taking, he's chucking the ball up and mm-hmm. it goes in. It doesn't look good. Who cares? It goes in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had a choice of Lamelo or Tyrese, to, to me, there's no, it's a no-brainer. I would take Tyrese all day long. All day yeah. long. And they're similar. They're mm-hmm. similar. They're both bad defenders, brilliant passers. Lamelo's been a better uh, no, no, Tyrese probably been a better shooter. Uh, Lamelo shot well last night, and it's truly the season to judge him overall as a shooter. He's not a great finisher. Tyrese is not athletic, not as tall, pretty close to as tall, but not as tall. But I just there's something about his leadership that I just love. And uh, yeah, whether they make Matherin a two or a three, mm-hmm. um, I think he's probably better off as a three, not a two. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure okay. about that. Okay, defensively, not offensively. Okay. Um, Rick likes to play multiple point guards. He's doing he that now, but. Um, They've got something going on. Miles Turner's yeah, playing offense great, not defense. Playing offense great. Um, Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, yeah, I like him. Just a solid guy. Nothing great, but solid. Nemhar's been great as a rookie, mm-hmm. as the starting other guard. Um, TJ McConnell is their best defender probably right now. He, maybe they could trade him, trade mm-hmm. Buddy. Mm-hmm. they got some cooking in Indiana. We've talked about that. But Halliburton sure. is playing like an all-star now. That, that says a lot. There's talent all over this league, as you said. I mean, not, you turn on league pass. That's not, there's not so much nights where you turn on coach and you're like, oh, this team's got nothing on it. I mean, right. Houston probably like, but even they have talented guys that just don't play well right now. I mean, Orlando, Bull Bull was incredible last night. It was great. Oh, I think it was best game. I was like, this yeah. is. Another young was, guy. Can't give up on these young guys. Can't, can't. Got to give them a chance. Gotta Especially give them tall the right guys. Place. Especially oh, these young, well, tall guys. You know my love language. Tall dudes who can oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> shoot. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, All right. It's early, but let's do it because we're excited. If we had to do all NBA today, who would be the best 15 guys in the league? And caveat for everybody out there. We don't believe in positions here at True Hoop. So it's just the 15 best guys and whatever. We figure out what it looks like later. All right. You go with your first team. I'm going to give I'm going to I didn't do I didn't do first three teams. I just said 15 dudes. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, So but I'm going to start from the bottom, which is probably more third team. Okay. Yep. So I probably do have a first team up top. I'm going to let's do it this way, Gerard. If you if you say yes, if you disapprove, I'll do it your way. I was going to give a name and then you tell me if it's on your list and you give me a name. I'll tell you if it's on mine. Perfect. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. I'm going to go first. Ready? Okay. So we've already talked about him. I know he's on your list. Brooke Lopez. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. One for one. <laughs> one right, for your one. turn. Desmond Bain. I don't think you made my list. Oh no, it's because he got hurt. Because he got I have a couple honorable mentions. Okay, he, he got he's injured. one of okay. them. Yeah, okay. he's been unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. All right, I've got Tyrese Halliburton. Don't have Tyrese Halliburton. Son of a bitch. No, okay, right, your turn. Paul George. I do not have him. Oh right no, out. we're in a bad groove. Okay, no, we'll fix it. We'll fix no, it. I like this though. That just we'll shows how many good players there are. Because I tell you this. My 15 all deserve to be on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure yours do so, too. So do mine. Yeah. All right. Paul, you're Paul, uh, can you defend Paul George? Has he been that good? He's I remember been, I had him on my MVP candidate list. It, listen, the Clippers have been struck, but he's been a constant. Like, he's been he's good. He's been really good. He's been good. He's been very good. Okay. I got 
You better have this guy, or I'm fighting you through the screen. Because <laughs> it's your favorite team, not including Memphis. Laurie Markkinen. Of course I got Laurie Markkinen Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He's been terrific. He's and been not shooting good. great. Shooting okay. He's been very good. Okay. Devin Booker. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, he he's up for MVP candidacy, isn't he? All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, EPM's a little low, but he's fine. So, Lopez, Markkinen, uh, are the two? Uh, yes. We're, we're both yes on that. Um, you didn't, and, and book. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler. No. Wow. All right. You're Donovan right. Mitchell. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have him almost first team. Okay. Not, not quite there. Okay. How about, uh, Dame? No. Really? Yeah. No, Dame. I, I know. He's and, and, really well and, and I felt team. bad because, because he, he missed some games in the middle and I was like, oh, whatever. He did. Yeah. I, yeah. It's tough this early. It missed is. a couple games. That's a good percentage. It is. It All is. All right. You're up. Uh, John Morant. Uh, where, where's John Morant on my I mean, He's definitely on your list. I know he's on he's, your list. He's first team. Okay. Yeah. He's on your list. Yeah, I know yeah, he's on your yeah. list. He's unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? I have him borderline first team. Okay. It's tough. It is. It's it tough. Is. Uh, Joel Embiid. Of course. Yep. Give me the other superstar name. Giannis. Giannis. Okay. I have another one for you. What? Uh, and that's KD. Okay. So KD's on my first team, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's mm-hmm. on there too. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jokic. Right. Of course you yep. got Jokic. Okay. Yep. So now my five left are my first team. So my, I had Luca, Curry, Shea, Tatum. And who was the other one in the first okay, team? Okay. So I got uh, Steph, Luca, Shea, Tatum. That's four. KD. That's my, that's my first team. KD was first team. Yeah. That's my first team. He's been great. Yeah, it's it's so we yeah that's that's about twenty or so guys. Mm-hmm. Siakam would have made the list if he, he would have. He got hurt. hurt. I was thinking about him. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be on there. Um, and I was Jalen Brown. I was like, oh maybe. No, I don't have him. Tatum though. So Tatum, who would be easy. your who is your MVP candidates? Okay, so my MVP first quarter poll is coming. Okay, we're almost so at twenty. Steph would be, but they're just not winning. So I right, so I he agree. can't be. Um, it's I mean Luca. They're above five hundred. So it's Luca yep. Tatum. Those are those yep. are my MVP guys right now. KD would be up there too, but they're not winning, so he can't be an MVP candidate. But I, I would have Giannis there too. Y- yes. So, but, but I think Tatum has the lead. He, oh yeah, he, yeah. So it's interesting. Giannis's counting numbers are fine. Yeah. But his impact on the floor numbers are down, and I'm like, oh, what, yeah, what's going are. on here? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a lot to do with who he's playing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's let's see. They're mixing and matching. I don't think he cares about winning it. He doesn't give a shit. Did he did he win two in a row? He won two in a row. and He won DPOI. Like, and then where? Jokic and then Jokic yeah. won two in a row. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. Okay. He's like I don't. He's fine. Yeah, he wants yeah, to win no. titles. Yeah, it's great. All right, titles. now we got top five. Okay, top five, top five. You start with number go, five. I'll go the first one. I got the Cavs at number five. Okay, I got Blazers at number five. See, Blazers. I'm in. I got Blazers number four. I got Cavs at number four. <laughs> okay. So we probably have the three similar. Of course. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe we don't. I've got, even though the strength of schedule is bad, I've got the Bucks at number three. I got the Bucks at number three, too, which means we have the same top two. I would think so. Phoenix and Boston. Phoenix and Boston. Boston number one. Yep. Same as me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those are the best teams. But we have the same top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Cavs have played a super tough schedule. They have played a hard schedule. So Very the record hard. isn't as good as some of these other teams. It's so mm-hmm. good. But mm-hmm. they played a tough schedule. Yeah, the... Uh, Parity, it's a parity driven league right now because what's 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 Cleveland's record right now? Yeah, nine and eight four, and, perhaps, or eight and six. No, eight and six. I thought, let no? me see, eight and six. Yeah, eight and six. Yeah, so come mm-hmm. on, they're yeah. a top five team at eight and six. They're this number is, this is the NBA right now, number three in adjusted net rating, number yeah. three in offense, number seven in defense. So they're playing well. Yeah. It's just like they're playing good teams, a lot of good. Yeah, their schedule is really good. So, yeah, all right, so we go into Thanksgiving week, 
Mm-hmm. We've got mm-hmm. a show on Monday. We have a show on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we're going to have a special show with our good friend Seth Part now. Yeah. So and then, he'll be a guest on our, just on this, on our, on, on our Tuesday show. show. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be Henry. Yeah, and Henry, I think, will be on for that show as well. So we'll, oh, we'll then maybe I'll skip it. I love Seth. No, 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 no. Maybe no, no. I'll come no, no, no. You're on it. Yeah, I, I love Seth. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm skipping it. You three are on it. Oh, I'm is that right? Yeah. I think oh, I'll just okay. produce and you guys will be on. Okay. But uh, you're going to, but we'll do our show Monday. We can talk about the holiday a little bit mm-hmm, next talk week. about Thanksgiving and all that. Yeah. And then Tuesday will be our last show of the Thanksgiving week. And then we'll be back the following week. But yeah, we got, we got games tonight. It's, I really hate that the NBA does this. This is just my little my little soapbox thing. Like, I don't care that Thursday night football is here. Like, fuck the NFL. Like, so what? Put on your games that you want to put on. But the NBA does this thing where they run scared. They go, oh, no, Thursday night football, so we're going to put on, like, we have, like, two games on. It's, like, two or three games tonight. And, like, they just run scared of Thursday night football. And I'm like, guys, whatever. But it's just, just that's just me. That's my own personal thing. Yeah, I hear you. I don't watch any of that football stuff. Yeah, I don't. Care. I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even realize that was happening. I just, I'm, mm-hmm. To me, league pass TNT. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just. Yeah, it's just a game. <laughs> I haven't even looked to see what's on the schedule now. Yeah, but, so uh, there's no national games tonight. Everything's so, so last thing, Gerard, mm-hmm. um, as our producer and our host, uh, I listen to lots of podcasts, mm. and they always talk about like us and subscribe, whatever. We never <laughs> shill for any of that stuff. But now that we're a true hoop with Gemini, maybe we should do that. No, <laughs> you know. David, I don't understand how right. it works anyway. Listen, we are part of the Gemini podcast uh, family now. As we talked to you guys about on Monday, we're so happy to be a part of Spencer and his team. And, you know, as you hear, you heard some ads and different things. Look, we want to grow this podcast and get it out to more and more people because we think we do a good job. and We put some good stuff out there. So please like us, rate us, review, subscribe. Five stars always. Talk about how handsome Coach Thorpe is. Talk about how smart my basketball knowledge is. Oh no, wait, other way around. <laughs> no, right. no, I mean, I mean this sincerely. If you have constructive criticism, like if you think I'm an idiot, then just send me a private message. <laughs> Don't uh, put that on. But, the- <laughs> but if you have, if you want to hear something different, you have some other ideas. Uh, uh, we're quick to pivot. We're quick to learn and listen. Sure. We sure. don't claim to know everything. I've yeah. been in this. I've been in the media business a long time. Mark Stein taught me. Read the comments. Mm-hmm. I never used to read comments. He said, read them. Mm-hmm. You'll pick up something valuable. And I'm like, great. I always have ever since. We always do. Yeah. So please, please leave us that and, and do all the things that Gerard asks. But yeah, guys, and, share uh, us. Because guess what? This podcast is free. Free 99. What a better price. Free 99. That's good. <laughs> I like that. That's good, Gerard. That's good. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. <laughs>